There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. I got an email. It said, boy, you're talking about deal breakers with girls. Uh, John, I know this is tough for you, but it's true for me. Uh, The girl has to be a Christian. That's a big one. And rigor mortis can't have uh, started to set in, signed Nathan Sutherland. Well, that's probably (laughs) two big ones for you, Nate. Aside from consciousness, which is, you know, debatable on whether or not he's right on that one. Uh, But, yeah, so uh, somehow or another, and i got to check this real quick, I have been leading. uh, I was kind of uh, tournament raped. I should probably talk about this with you guys. Mm. I was um, what I like to call NCAA tournament raped. I didn't want to get into a pool this year at all. You were forced. I was forced and harassed by TV's Doug Hopkins to get involved in his brackets. And I took all of maybe a minute to fill out all 32 of the first round and then see where it goes and then get the, the whole thing. I'm in, I'm one point, I've, been, I've been pretty much in first place all week, somehow or another in, in this tournament. I had a... A couple little letdowns. I've lost my entire East bracket, but I'm in second place in Doug's uh, bracketology. And so, you know, lemonade out of lemons because the the tournament rate may turn into a big payday from TV's Doug Hopkins, which is great. I look here and see that TV's Doug Hopkins is pretty far down the list. At uh, He's tied for fourth with like 100 people. But uh, I'm one behind someone named Ashley. You're losing to a girl. Well, that's how these tournaments work. We don't know if work. that's a girl or <laughs> not. A, well, I think it is a girl. I think I met Ashley. We're losing to uh, someone just like me. Now, there's no difference between the way I did this and the way a girl does this. You I can do your team colors uh, and all yeah. that, and it works the same. Uh, it's the exact same thing. I didn't have any knowledge. I've, I have not watched, even including the tournament at this point, seven to ten minutes of NCAA basketball the entire year including this weekend when I was like, all right, I'm in this. Let's take a look. I watched a little bit of that uh, uh, St. Peter game. Yeah. Because I, 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 I had money on that one with Kentucky, and they beat them. And then there was a couple minutes of uh, – jeez, I don't even know. I'll watch games. a little of the Ohio State thing. Yeah. Don't get, I, I have no feelings or emotions or care. And normally I really like the tournament, but 
this year I just didn't I didn't vibe with anything. I don't have any. I'm yeah. so NBA heavy this year that I'm like I really don't care about this. Watching kids play for free and college has gotten even more goofy and weird. But the tournament came. I was raped into this tournament and I just might win it. So take that. Who's a victim? That's how you handle being swindled. But Hopkins would just force feed this thing. Click on this. It's only 20 bucks. Get in. And I'm like, I don't want to play this year. Like, You're doing it. And then I'd get just like a text every five minutes of the sign-up sheet that, that I have to click on. I'm like, fine. Oh, he's, he's, he's rough when it comes to this stuff. He's a very rough tournament rapist. Stronger. <laughs> and then I hit the button, and I, I lined up, and I said, fine, are you happy now? And he's like, good. You think about what happened here and make sure it doesn't happen again next year. I'm like, all right. And I'm going to win it just to spite my, uh, my attacker. But it's been weird. U of A For had a scare my, last uh, night. That's all I saw. I, didn't, I don't know if they were good or whatever, if it was a good game. I just know it went to overtime. And U of they A's pulled in. it out. And that's my team that's got to win it all because I got U of A winning everything. That's it. I don't know anything about anything. And the only reason I'm betting on U of A to win it all is because uh, Anthony – from Eric's Family Barbecue, big U of A guy, he's the one who told me about him. He's the one who's like, look, they, you know, after all their sanctions and the DeAndre Ayton Miller years, and he said they had to go recruit elsewhere, and they got all these really smart kids and sound super European guys to come run the show, and they're running fundamental basketball, and they're playing it out of their heads, and they're good, evidently. So I picked them just for my friend, Anthony. It's like, well, I hope he's right because he's got a big bet brewing too that U of A wins it all, and he's had that since November. Okay. I don't know anything about college basketball. I didn't win one bet over the weekend. Nice I still came out on top. How'd that happen? Because <laughs> I cashed out. Oh, you're <laughs> doing one of the those deals. Did you come in? You didn't come out on top then. You're not cashing out for more than what you put in. I did. How? Because they were $10 oh, bets. Oh, I see what you're doing. You're doing these little cruddy and, bets. And, you know, one of the $10 bets was uh, uh, offered $255 cash out. Gotcha. Because you had like a parlay of 50 yeah, long shot. Normally these cash outs don't do that, but you know, a super long shot. I had a bet that I was about to win $6,000 on yesterday, and DeAndre Ayton got, uh, he fouled out. Oh, I saw that. And I was uh, right on the cusp of it. I great had, ending. Oh, it was a great game. But I'm watching this thing, and the refs were brutal yesterday to the Suns. Just brutal. But uh, yeah, it was fun. And it made me watch a Suns Kings game with wild excitement. I actually was cheering for overtime because I needed a couple more things to happen. But then DeAndre fouled out of the game in the fourth quarter. But I had a couple other things brewing. Got a couple little bit, but nothing like that. I, I put a huge thing together. Uh, but yeah, it's been the gambling has made gambling's made life better. I'm not going to lie to you. Gambling, Brady can admit this that your God pretty, was it's pretty fun. Your God was wrong. The Bible's wrong about the gambling. It's a blast, and it's really good. It's he's not look, Brady. You're going to try to justify this. It's, it's, no, he's right about it, John. <laughs> no, he's not. Then there's problems with it. Oh, sure. But he's but, not saying there's problems with it. He's saying don't do it. It's a sin. He's saying it's in moderation. No, he's not. There's, there's the no, difference. That, that is never mentioned in the Bible. Moderately gamble. Sure does. No, he it talks did. about, find me the page that says you can gamble a little. Drinking. All that, uh-huh. Gluttony. Under that gluttony, find, you got to be careful on that. Find the page that says gamble a little. In uh, Habakkuk. <laughs> Is that when it is? It says you can. Uh, Do you uh, you you can bet a with a Pharisee? Yeah, but I don't remember any of that. I don't believe yeah. gambling is something God said. Hey, look, have a good time at the roulette wheel, all right? But don't go crazy. It's if it's greed, legal gambling, it's greed. No, it's one of the seven deadly sins. It's like four of them. Come on, Brady. Don't gambling's not it. a seven deadly sin. Uh, it isn't. No, not anymore. <laughs> 
It's legal. They changed that? I didn't know that. Yeah. Hey, look, they change a lot of things to make it easy. Just to follow the laws. Yeah. That's all it is. Just uh, what laws? Where? What country? No, what no, where you country are. you are. So, yeah. so some countries that have no gambling Unless because of religious reasons. Unless it goes against reasons. God. <laughs> Which is some countries that say the gambling does, just as long as you're following where you are. When in Rome, so to speak. You just made me realize. That you're a sinner. No, that my gambling, I need to be consulting God and pray. <laughs> and I haven't been doing that. Yep, that's the big thing. He's just up there, you know, taking tickets. He's a big sports book in the sky, Brady. Lord, if we win this one, I'll give you 10%. Look, I'll take your word for it. I, I find it, this is why I am an extreme atheist, is that I really don't believe anybody buys into the whole thing. They make it convenient to themselves. But yeah, that's the thing. Give like nobody my and point, gamble my like nobody. Point be, exactly. My point being, uh, he was wrong about it. Like, it's gamble as much as you want. It makes things more fun. Tons more fun. It has. It's made all sports better. Like, I don't I can't gamble on the NCAA games, and I've put a couple bets on. I'm like, what am I thinking? And I've won. Did all right in the NCAA ones. I've took some safe bets, but see, gambling's a blast. I think you're going to be hard-pressed to find a lot of bishops that'll tell you, sure, get out there, knock it stiff. Just don't go crazy. I know better than not go to bishops. <laughs> right. You're safe. Don't worry. You're an old man. <laughs> they have no problem with you. Uh, Brady, I was thinking about, you know that thing that people say? When you retire, or if you, if you were to do anything, if you got $10 million given to you and you could do anything you wanted, yeah. what would you do? Not with the money, but like as a day-to-day thing. Like, what, like if you didn't have to work the job you work, what would you do if you could retire today, never have to worry about money again? What would be the thing you'd do? Traveling and... It wouldn't be a job. It wouldn't be like a hobby or something like you'd put together. Like, what would be the thing you'd do your time? Like, what would your time be? That's exactly what the greatest thing would be. It's almost like what I like looking at vacations. Yeah. Not having to do anything so and a, do what you want to do. Nothing. But that's not the answer to the question no, I'm looking for. Like, I, you understand was, what I'm saying. Yeah, like, what, yeah. what, Traveling what would and, you do? What job would you do? What would you take, oh, on, as take a, on as a as a day-to-day thing? You can't travel every single day. So what would you do as a thing that would be a time passable? Because when you retire, you're not going to travel every day. You would run out of money. Even if you had uh, a ton of it. You know what yeah. I'm saying. Like, yeah, what, yeah. what would you do with your time? It's like if you hit the lottery or right. something. hit the lottery. And, what okay. would you do with your time that would replace work? And, of well, course, there would be downtime there, and travel yeah, and all that. There but. would be, but, you know, I'd be doing a lot more, um, as long as I could, outdoor activities, whether it's right. golfing. But if money was, so you'd golf. Like, yeah. So maybe you'd be a golf pro. Or is that yeah. your true passion? So the one thing, because it's the test in psychiatry and all the other things like golf, that, is to say tennis. what you really want to do. In life is like your true passion. Because my answer to that's always been people ask you, like, what would you do if you didn't have radio, but you could do anything you wanted and money was no problem? I would start a, uh, like, I'd go get land and I would make sure that I could take in older dogs you that can't do be your, adopted. Uh, pet yeah. And I would thing. do like a, a pet, pet thing for older dogs that can't be adopted and I'd give them a good end of life. You know, it's a hospice for dogs. They're not necessarily all dying, but they're seven or eight years old, and they'd still be adoptable to somebody, but I'd, I'd make sure I'd start like a no-kill for that. And they say that's what you should do. That's your true passion. If yeah. you do it for free, that's what you should be doing, right? I mean, I don't know what yours would be. Well, if you didn't have to – like if, you're, if you didn't have to work, what would, would your work be? Because I'm big on doing nothing. That's huge. But yeah. if you could fill your time saying this is what I would do with my t- – I could do this all the time, I would do it. But it just doesn't pay the bills. You know what I mean? 
Correct. And you've, you and know, yours like, would be golfing with friends. Well, so you want to be a pro it, golfer? Not the whole time. I mean, like I, I was just saying, there's no way I could do that every day. And I know right. there's plenty of people that could. I just like, I mean, one of the things would be able to discover new things that you like. That's the hardest thing is I don't have that one particular passion like right. you have. Some people don't. That you want a tougher question. To and answer. a lot of people want to go into, um, you know, charity work. I kind of. It's it's nice going into something that you're like, you could discover. But it doesn't even have to be charity work. If you said you I enjoy, wanna, yeah, yeah, I want to make coffee for people. I want to I want to have a thing that just gives coffee to people, like a dollar for you know. And yeah. it's like I just want to meet your social. You want to start a bar or whatever, and we start a restaurant like Porkopolis. And there's no right. and money's not a problem. You could just run a restaurant; it would be great. Like I can do this. If it fails, I don't care. This is what I want to do. That's the thing. Yours would probably yeah, be like uh, killing and stuffing people in trunks. Nah, allegedly. But besides that, but I, you know, I'd probably like to get a big garage and just build hot Work rods and stuff like that. There you it know, is. where I don't have to necessarily get paid for it. It's my own right. thing. Just have fun. But that is what some people have as a job. You right. would consider to be like a release, right? Because right. I'm not doing it for eight hours a day on some idiot's Buick. You know, or I whatever. had a feeling going into this conversation, Brady was going to struggle with this, and I think I found what you should be doing. Uh oh. There is a company here in Arizona right now that's paying $25 to $75 an hour per time. Oh, I think I see. Every this. time you do this. Uh, and you can earn up to $1,500 a month donating your crap to this biotech company. Now, you do this three, four times a day. Twice. No, you do it more than that. That's yeah, no, morning. I'm, I'm- after you eat, if you eat twice, twice, there might be occasional third. There's threes. Third round. Don't lie to me. You said you've been awakened at night to poop. But, yeah, that's you're a three. I'm just telling you right now. Yeah, three and twenty four. Well, that's fine. <laughs> it's a good that. thing. Just right now, it's been pretty <laughs> Why is consistent. He I'm not. This I'm is just telling you, cash, cash dummy. Yeah, I can Stop donate. Barking at me. Yeah, you should try to shoot for four a day. Well, that's the thing. It doesn't really matter. Sample size is not at issue. Fifteen hundred bucks a month they can give you. If you decide that you just want to do this, you have to have regular bowel movement. Oh, I didn't see this part. Of normal weight. Oh. I'm out. Nah. But you're great I on all the others. normal. Oh, get, yeah, you find it normal. You get paid it's normal to you for you years. You can argue with him on that. <laughs> What's normal here? Because <laughs> yeah. to Brady, this has been normal for ages. That he's been normal. This has been normal, Brady, I've been since normal I've known him. normal for a while. I've known you for 25 plus now. Uh, this is the normal you. We're going to pass that. I think we can get a lawyer to argue that out. Uh, you don't smoke. You're not pregnant, right? Nope. You have no history of gastrointestinal disease, the history of alcohol or drugs. You have to donate poop three to four times a week at the collection site. Come on. For 1500 Everything. I'd go eat Thai food every yeah. day. I'm ready <laughs> right. to go. Well, Let's I don't do think it. those are normal bowel oh, okay. movements anymore. <laughs> the poop is being collected to lead future developments in gastrointestinal infections and disorders. You could save lives, Brady. Everything but normal. But what I'm, I'm saying your guy. is you, you couldn't answer the question with any sort of passion. Right. This is it. Like your passion is eating a pizza. And throwing it out like a shark within minutes of it going in your mouth. I've seen it. It's amazing to watch. The man eats a pizza. Before you leave the restaurant, that pizza's deposited in the pizza department uh, bathroom. How? I don't, I don't know. I've never I've heard of that. I've seen him halfway through a slice. Go get rid of that particular slice and come back and finish the pizza. It shoots through him like a shark. It's I got to like go to the bathroom. This pizza's firing right through me. I'm like, 
You digested this while you ate it? <laughs> it's a Roman orgy through the other end. It's amazing. <laughs> no feather needed. I read this. I saw this on the news, and I thought, this, this is you. I don't know what your body hangs on to. All the bad stuff, evidently, because it's getting rid of the solids fast. We were at a Mongolian barbecue. They give you that little bowl. Brady got 16 pounds of Mongolian barbecue in the smash bowl. That smash that down. Method. Oh, yeah. The smash <laughs> method. And before we left, whoo, that's brutal. Like what? I got to go. And he shot out of there, bat out of hell style to get home because it was coming out of him. I've never seen anybody digest food as fast. I saw this on the news and I thought, my God, I have the man whose passion is this. 1500 a month. You're on easy street. That's a good retirement idea. get some gator this week. You ate gator? Yeah. Why? It was available at Walk-On's, <laughs> oh, the new what? Drew Brees Where? bar. Drew Brees has a bar? Yeah, it's called Walk-On's. They just opened on and they Power and Way. They have yeah, gator. gator bites. Okay. And you went over there to make sure that the cuisine out. was yeah. up, to, up to snuff. And it's already out. And it's good. Yeah. And they're going to find out how to fix gastrointestinal disorders through you because you put yours through a nightmare. Oh, it's been, it's yeah, been It's yeah. seen it all, man. Other than, yeah, if they're not needing alcohol damage or anything like that. None of that. They're not worried. You can't have drugs or alcohol in your, in your body as a past problem. Not oh, that, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. As a thing. Like, you don't, 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 don't act like you're I'm overdoing USDA. it. I'm USDA. You are Grade a. prime poop. 25 to 75 a sample. I'm guessing you're going to be a $60 sample every time. They've, they're going to look at you like Midas. You're just coming in. You're fixing it. Sign me up. Here he comes. you got your own parking spot and everything else. <laughs> probably have a golden throne inside just in case you have to dump while you're there. They the Grand Pooba. They probably have a pizza ready for you while you drop off your sack of this morning. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, would you like a slice? I'd love a slice, but you know where this leads. Your golden throne? Let's see how he filters this. Let me just put a little more in the collection plate here. <laughs> 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 That'll be $25, please. And here's my underwear. That's 300 bucks. Anyway, uh, there you go. Now, the problem Where's is, the drop-off? Uh, where is this place? It's called uh, Good Nature. It's in Tempe. That's not far. No, no. Don't, you, you can make it from one toilet I mean, to the next. Like, I know, but if it's 45 minutes, a drop-off. You're going to have to stop and eat. Because you're getting 25 to 75. Uh, right. Well, the gas price is the way they are. Yeah. Well, you can probably uh, get a courier. <laughs> you probably have a back and forth Poober. guy. A, 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 a Poober will work. Anyway, I'm thinking this is pretty good. Again, that normal weight thing. We could argue that. I think I could help you with that. Normal. Oh, I'm to willing whom. to run it up the flagpole. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they're, uh, they operate out of Cambridge, Massachusetts. Poop collection programs are available in California and Cambridge, uh, and they're moving it here to the United States. And when I said, boy, this is that question that counselors ask kids, what would you do? If you didn't have, if you didn't have to worry about money, and Brady's would be travel and golf. But we also know, eat and crap all over the place because he's doing that now anyway. That's, that's every his, day, yeah. That's his passion. I've seen him golfing have to poop. I've seen him poop golfing. What? It's right he there on the course. Went over in there in the rough and just dumped a little out. You find a convenience station. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll be right back. Where's Brady? And it's fast, and it's devastating. Because you can't use that bathroom after the fact. It's rough. <laughs> and it's uh, normal. But I was thinking of you when I saw the story, and I found it again on Arizona Family this morning. This is good stuff. You just pass that on to me. I'll yeah. look into it. Well, that. we don't need to pass it on to pass you. It just, on, you pay the pass. Now. I get it. <laughs> you pass it yourself over there. But they're coming to Tempe, and they're looking for guys, looking for go-getters like you, kid. Well, anybody out there.
of normal weight. Still you know, don't know what that's well, we, we, Neanderthal peels, peels the paint off the walls in there. Neanderthal claims it's not him. Well, it's him or Mark. It's but, one of those one two. One of the two KSLX yeah. guys. So they've been gone I know, for a week. I know one for sure that wrecks it every day. I think it's, I think it's the little one. Well, I know he does too, but yeah. I've... Oh, man. It is a rough bounce. Oh, yeah, yeah, No, there's that's a couple of other bounces too. Yeah, and that kid down the hallway. He dumps yeah. in there too every morning. John Gordon used to be pretty bad about it. But this is pretty good, Brady. Either this or the other job that I think, and this might be mine. I didn't know this was a job. But I saw another story last night. This might be my passion that I didn't know I had until yesterday. Um, there's a dude out there who's got eight awesome hawks. And you can hawks hire his ass to kill pigeons. Yeah. And if you see this, hawks, like massive hawks. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking so hogs. I'm <laughs> looking. He had hogs, too. But that's, <laughs> if hogs flew in and took your pigeons, Pink Floyd was right. <laughs> but basically, because uh, until you've had a pigeon problem, you don't know how awful those little pricks are. How dirty. Uh, not only dirty, but they put a call out to all the other dickhead pigeons. And the next thing you know, it's like South Chicago. It just got crazy bad like in days. Like what happened? You used to be able to walk to the United Center. Now you don't go outside. It's the worst thing in the world. Pigeons will show up in, in threes. And then the next thing, there's 20 of them. Then everybody puts spikes on their windows. Yep. And then they figure out a way through look. those. They start crapping on the spikes. They let you know, your spikes. They'll take dumps on the spikes, and then you know you're in, a, you're in for it because then they're calling in the real bad boys. The apartment, the condo I had over here uh, was on Campbell and uh, 24th Street. I, I, I had this thing for a year, and in about a four-month span, the pigeons got so bad, kids couldn't go out and play. I'm not kidding. Like, like The pigeons took over the facility, they were, and they were massive. So kids would have to run. From like the bus, which I had no problem with at all, <laughs> to their door in this complex because the pigeons were horrible. Not only were they swooping them and chasing them around, crapping all over them, the pigeon poop is everywhere. It's toxic. It's, it can be structurally damaging. Not enough predators. So a lot of people go out and put poisons. HOAs are terrible about this. Like it took, I remember the letters. I, I don't know if you guys remember because it was during the pandemic, and I was doing a lot of this at home and doing my phone show. And I was reading the letters of what I was writing to the HOA about how kids were being killed. Like, I, I made up terrible stories because the HOA wasn't getting back to anyone. And I'm like, another child died last night, and the pigeons are now selling drugs. And I, all the crazy things you can imagine, the pigeons had lost it, taken over gangs of pigeons, Romans raping old ladies. And the lady finally said, enough. She goes, we're doing something about it because it was day to day. It was just horrible rape story after rape story. These pigeons are gigantic in there. They're catcalling the ladies. They've learned to speak. They're, it was, the They're women, grooming The women kids. didn't feel safe. They were raping everybody. And she's like, enough with your letters. We're doing something. And then they put poison out and did some stuff, which is just as bad because poison will hurt the dogs. It's natural, but it'll hurt the dogs. These, this dude comes in, and for between, he said between, like I think he, the quote he said was like fifteen grand to $100,000, depending on the place. He brings his eight hawks in, and they pull 15 to 20 pigeons out a night and bring them back to this dude. And then he kills them, humanely. He says, but I don't know what that means. So these I hawks. Think sometimes he has to even kill them. Well, he kills the pigeons. Yeah, he gets rid of them. And I'm all for that. I am all for that. We have pigeons by my house that'll smash into a window, and Megan takes them to a, a bird rescue. And I'm like, I if I find them, I stomp them and throw them in the alley. She knows that that's a thing, and she just turns it blind. We had a woodpecker smash into the window the other day, and that was a little rougher to smash, but he got smashed. 
I, I let ben, and now my dog Jack is jumping in the air and trying to catch birds. But he's got his his Labrador his Labrador side is coming out, where he's like, "Oh, a bird!" and they're flying low, so he takes swipes at them. And he's caught it. I think he's gotten a couple. There's birds all over my backyard, but these pigeons. Like I want. This is where I realized if I didn't do this job and didn't have to worry about money, I think I'd be a falconer because I didn't know that's what they did. I met a falconer at the discount tire. We're discounting. Hey, Holmberg, what's going on? Hawks in the back or what? Yeah. And he's like, uh, I said, I'm going to just get my tires changed. Love the show. Want to come out for a second? I'm like, sure. And we were on, <laughs> we were on, uh, by talking stick. We were over at that discount tire by the 101. Dude puts his glove on. He's got this bird and this rope. Majestic. Want to see him go? I'm like, no. He's going to fly <laughs> away. Isn't he? Oh, no, he's coming back. And Dirt takes, takes a little lap and lands. And I'm like, oh, I thought it was just for shows at like Renaissance medieval times. Yeah. The Renaf- I didn't know that they were used for this. This is. Now I developed a passion. Sure, it's saving dogs. That's fine. I'll do that all day. But killing pigeons? Oh, if I could do that and watch just swooping in one after another. be pretty cool. It would be amazing. And evidently the pigeons get the word that we're under attack. Oh, they learn. And this they is not flee. a place to hang out. They flee. And it's weird how they'll pick a house in a neighborhood too. And when I lived in Arcadia, there was a guy whose roof, entire roof, became structurally unsound because there were hundreds of them that chose his house and only his house. The neighbor's houses were fine. His house and only his house was covered in pigeons. And what I wouldn't have given to just set up a lawn chair and sit there and watch giant hawks swoop down and steal one after another, just wiping them out, take them back to this guy in a truck. He throws these pigeons in the bed. It's the best thing ever. It's amazing. It was like NATO. I didn't know it was a thing. And they're showing the I, – I'm, I'm looking to a falconer right now to come out and train me because I'm all in, all in. hundred grand, Brady. I know. You get an apartment money. complex. It might be worth keeping some of those pigeons that you say you're killing humanely and letting them free on another apartment complex and then leaving your card lay around. Jeez, I might look into that too. <laughs> Being a falconer? Yeah. I think you'd be good at it. But the problem would be all the sh- breaks you have to take for your other job dropping off at that Tempe location. <laughs> but yeah, it would be pretty neat. But I think the guy's got some scam going. Because like, again, they bring the pigeons to me and I get rid of them. Don't worry about it. But I think this guy's just driving hundreds of pigeons around and dropping them off at schools. And here you go. Here's a new place. And then a few days later, he shows up with a card. Notice you had a pigeon problem. Peter and Paul, he's robbing to get the... Na- and <laughs> Release <yeah>. them. <laughs> Release the pigeons on the kids. They're everywhere. It's a Hitchcock movie. What a gig that is. I kind of like that. So I'm, I've never said this in my life, but I'd like to be a falconer. How do you I don't get know started? What kind of tra- I don't know. A is falcon there, and a glove. Is there good a, luck. Get a good training lever. school for that? Or yeah, what? A, they got to train them somehow, right? Yeah. I think a rope. I think you just tie you them up to your arm. Put a rabbit tail on the rope like and make it go in circles. Yeah, like a yo-yo. Yeah, you swing around like a lasso until he gets dizzy, <laughs> and then he flies back to your arm and he realizes that's the safest place. I think that's how you train them. I'm no good at it yet, but that's why I need a falconer. But Brady's right. You just get him up, woo, whip him around in a circle, and then land him on your arm, and his eyes will get all googly. Well, there's an Arizona Falconers Association you can join up here. Sign it up. That's probably going to cost me some money. Let's see here. Let's join. That's only 35 bucks a year. Oh, that's not bad. That's all it takes? Do they provide the birds? Uh, I don't know. I'm just kind of... You start with a pigeon. Right. Because they got loads of those. I, I want to see this in action. I, I went on that ride-along with my cop buddy Ben years ago. I think I want to go on a falconer ride-along 
from when in a we, raptor unit when we release those birds on the pigeons and just watch them swoop in 15 20 birds each he's got eight of them that's a lot of dead pigeons he's dragging back to the house and they know to go pick up a pigeon and bring it back to me i've seen one where that amazing it's up in the tree you've got the glove and you just dangle the little the meat yeah yeah and well, it that's the, it from our, it's amazing. Yeah, the tr- well, that's when they're doing trick stuff. But yeah. to get them to train them to go pick up go get rogue it and bring pigeons it back. and bring it to you. Yeah, I watched two Harris hawks fight over a bird they both had, and they were flying together. Each one had its claws in this bird. Yeah, and they flew to a palm tree and just sat and stared at each other. Neither of them would let go. And then they got into a huge fight, and the thing dropped, and one swooped down and grabbed it before it hit the ground, and they left. And I'm like, that is the coolest thing I've ever watched. Now, if I could do that every day, that's my passion. Not feeding kids or helping homeless people. Slaughtering pigeons with bigger birds. That is what I wanted to retire to do. You've given me reason to live into my 80s. I'm going to go bigger and better. <laughs> yeah, he can I, have oh, his hawks. Eagles. I'm going to have golden eagles. Yes. I'm in. We, 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 let's start saving our money and we'll start Brady and John's golden eagle pigeon rescue. I don't know what we'd call it. <laughs> but yeah, screw hawks. Yeah, that's good. My eagle can pick up two pigeons at once and he comes back to me. So you're already halfway there. You know that guy. The first step is you begin in your falconry as an apprentice to another falconer who is also known as your sponsor. How long does that take? Uh, the apprenticeship period lasts for a minimum of two years. Oh, I ain't got that kind of time. Brady and I will start with our own eagles and we'll work our own system. We might release a few rogue eagles. I'm just going to warn you early. There's a few poorly trained eagles that might be floating around stealing dogs and stuff. But – don't panic if there's a seven-foot shadow. <laughs> right. His there. wings are out. Big deal. He's not swooping. You're fine. The second he eyeballs you and they can see for miles, yeah, get your pets inside. Unless it's a pigeon. But, oh, what I wouldn't give to see that in action. Your license is 145 bucks To not just bad. be an apprentice? Yep. I don't, I'm not interested in that. I got, got nothing on that. Got to start somewhere. Yeah. And then you got to, like Brett said, you got to join a, an association. All right. Well, I don't want to be a big club of it. I just want, like, Brady and I to go out with our eagle and swipe down, you know. And we could do it for all sorts of stuff. You got a group of teenagers in front of your store you don't like? We'll release the eagles. Oh, my God. Please. <laughs> I'll volunteer for that. I know, I'll I know become a Falcon. Release right the eagles. You know how many vape pens would drop? Oh, my God. <laughs> Running oh, kids. yeah. If you had a bunch oh. of kids in front of the 7-Eleven that weren't welcome there, and he's like, I would like to. I know this is stereotypical, but it's true. We all know it's true. <laughs> would very much like your eagle company to come right in my, right my front steps of these teens. All right. Two eagles cost you two grand. Whatever it takes. I would love that. Eliminate these teenage rogues. The Eagles are booked, but I do have a condor available. I've got, I've got a <laughs> vulture and a condor. As long as it's big. Vulture's 14. He's a little slow, but kids hate him. <laughs> but whatever you do, do it fast. There is no cost that will eliminate my desire to get rid of these kids. You got it. Give me your address. And then Eagles swoop down on kids. and We'd be laughing. Every, it would be funnier than doing this. We'd be laughing every single day, just sitting in that windowless van, watching teenage boys get attacked by eagles and just die laughing for hours on end. What the F, bro? What's going on? Bro! Bro! Finish him with the ostrich. <laughs> this thing just runs out and attacks him. Flaring the wings. Oh, my God. I'm in. 
teenagers in front of the 7-Eleven. If you'd like the Eagles to cease, please remove yourself from this location for the rest of your lives. Let's get out of here, bro. They're never going to stop. <laughs> Attention, teenagers. Oh, that, I, I would love that first. And this is a van filled with eagles. <laughs> this is your first warning? <laughs> you have been warned. If you do not disperse immediately, we will release the eagles. F you, eagle van. F you, brah. <laughs> I've always wanted to see an eagle. Your funeral, kid. Release the eagles, Brady. And they just go all over. I didn't know you could do that. I'd train them to hate kids. Oh, could you imagine a, a, a gaggle of predator birds in your backyard? Because I've got this two-year-old that won't stop walking on my fence. His mom thinks it's cute. I've had it. It's wobbly in one spot. And if the kid falls, I get sued because she won't stop walking him up and down my fence. Go out there and yell at her. I have. Well, Michael, the gay neighbor, is big on it. You know what? This isn't like a playground. You should go. <laughs> he kicks this lady out of her cul-de-sac all the time, and she shows up a couple days later like she's got Alzheimer's. And Walk doesn't, the beam, honey. doesn't remember that, you know, her little Simone Biles doesn't it, – it's not necessary to, to teach him this much balance, but there they are walking on the fence again. And I'm like, well – and the fence is really good, but there are spots on a long fence like that that I worry that if this kid steps funny or falls off of, it'll break his head wide open. And somehow or another, she's going to blame me yep. for a wobbly part of the wall. I'm like, just get off my fence. It's about a two-footer. It goes around the front yard. And so, yeah, if I had a group of birds trained to get rid of kids, <laughs> that would be the we best. We just put one raptor perch there. It just hangs out on it just the- sits and waits. Yeah. You know what to do. <laughs> hey, Fleisha, take that one down. <laughs> That's right. My bird's name's Fleisha. Attention, Mexican woman and her grandson. I've warned you. Get off my fence or I'll release an eagle. It's your final Adios warning. Mio. Golden eagle. You're about to be attacked by what looks like the thing from the Mexican flag. I think it's a vulture. <laughs> but it's after you. Yeah, I would love that. On the Tecate can. What's that? A coffee can? The Tecate, the beer. Oh, oh well, there's that big bird on a Tecate can. You're I right. thought he said coffee, too. Isn't that a Aztec? <laughs> Like, whatever it is. I don't care. Whatever scares them away. Brady would train to get rid of Mexicans. <laughs> it's Gilbert. They probably do have birds for that already. Yeah, releasing eagles on teenagers would be better. So I want to be a falconer, but for all the wrong reasons. I got to go drop a deuce. I, I've dropped off on my donations. I'll be right back. All right, Brady. But be back for the eagle's return. Fletcher, watch the door. Oh. The Fleischer, not Fletcher. Fleischer. Fleischer is my bird's name. Fletcher. Fletcher's the teenager he's picking up. Just maul those kids. How great would that be? Oh, well, uh, hysterics. How I, I just, my st- we'd have the best abs. Well, I'd have the best abs in all of Phoenix. Sitting in the back of that thing watching eagles attack teenagers that shouldn't be there. Oh. The TikTok videos. Amazing. Oh Amazing. He's going to those neighborhoods where those dudes are standing, like the cash check places. Attention, Mexicans. No more loitering, or I will release the Eagles. What did he say? What did that guy just say? He's releasing what? The Eagles. The guys who sang Hotel California? Are they dead? (laughs) I thought two of them were dead. No, 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 Holmes. Not those Eagles. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) 
Oh, it'd be a terror with my birds. Maybe it's not a good idea. I, I think it is a good idea. There's, there's probably a downside of like some law that you can't stick your eagles on teenagers. It wouldn't be to hurt them, just scare them away. But it also may draw in teens because then they, but then you'd have to train them to kill the kids because eventually the kids would come back and try to fight the eagles. Like the next time, they'd have like weapons. Come back with those Orbeez guns. Yeah, they try to. Oh, these morons back. eat Tide Pods for That's God's sakes. They're yes. going to lose. That's a good point. Idiots. Bro, Dad, we're down Seven Eleven. We weren't vaporing. You're just hanging out doing, you know, praying. And um, this dude released eagles on us. You should do something about it. I'm a victim. What were you doing at Seven Eleven? Nothing, brah. Selling candy for Little League, yo. I hate your kids. I hate them. They were vaping. A big gulp. Just hire a parent. It's like if an individual kid, say, my son's walking down the street, and I think he's going to go vape. Sick an eagle on him. What's that? That's, That's the, the Mexican, Mexican flag. flag. It's a bird eating a snake standing on a cactus crossing a river, ironically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is he doing on that? Was that a piece of bread? No, it's a cactus on a... On a boat. Yeah, something. It's a cactus raft. <laughs> Look at the hands on that thing. That's Pretty poor. badass bird, though. He's got the same uh, like do- bird feet that they used to draw for birds in Looney Tunes. I didn't know the Mexican. I've never uh, yeah. seen the Mexican flag that close. I didn't know there was a snake on it. It's a rattler, too. That's awesome. Anyway, those are the things that I think about when I've got free time. Thanks to Channel 3's news, doing stories on that kind of stuff. Good work, Arizona's family. We could do it for more than just that, though. Eagles. I like Brady's idea. We'll go bigger than hawks. You, oh, you got the hawk guy? That's cute. You get rid of some pigeons, maybe a couple of toads. <laughs> that's nice. That's, a, that's adorable. <laughs> what I would like uh, to introduce you to is Fleisha, my seven-foot <laughs> griffin. <laughs> Holy <laughs> Christ, what is that thing? Yeah, I thought you'd like oh that. I God. thought you'd like that. It can eliminate anything up to about 65 pounds. The eagles can't do much because they're in the woods. Well, we got a cassowary bird that we can... Uh, <laughs> a cassowary? Yeah. A cassowary from Australia? Yes. They have hammer axes for heads. Not only that, they Go knock kick you- them out of the woods. <laughs> then we'll set the, set the raptors after them after that. Knock you out with their axe head. And while they're doing that, they reach up with their massive claws and disembowel you. They're six feet tall. Incredible animal. That's the one you got warned about when you yes, went down there? in Australia. Careful, mate. There's a cassowary bird down on the beach. Quite beautiful. Like, what am I looking for? I wouldn't look for it. I'd run away from it. In fact, I wouldn't go to the beach today. What's a cassowary bird? Like an ostrich with an axe for a head. What? You're making that up. Uh-uh. There it was. It was way down the beach, but people were running. Like, oh, a machete for feet. He's got two machetes for, for hands. And his head's an axe and a hammer all at once. So it'll knock you out and split your skull. And while, while you realize you're getting hit in the head, his uh, talons come up and disembowel you. He's a very, very, very accurate creature. And you guys like, oh, they're quite beautiful. And they are. They're gorgeous. Oh, Until you get one. to that giant head of theirs and those, you know, Ginsu knives. They got OJ's hand. Look at Damn. that. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> and they're standing out on be- beautiful beaches of Australia. This giant ostrich with a hammer axe head. Look at those. Ta- oh, yeah. Oh. No, they're not, they don't mess around. And the, the whole design of them swinging that head at you is so you don't pay attention to the foot that's going through your stomach, gutting you like a trout from your nuts to your throat. But they're beautiful. That's the last thing you see is what the, the, the prettiest color of blue <laughs> trying to smash it. It's so beautiful. And they hate 
there isn't a single ounce of love in them for humans. This is how you die, Brady. Oh, here you yeah, go. This, if Brady goes one. to Australia, he's going to die. Brown snake, cassowary bird, estuary and croc, With jellyfish. a shield. Look at this guy. To yeah. give you a shield. Oh, and they can he's leap sh- for like 100 feet. They just, they just start running at you, and then they just <laughs> soar through the air. And, they're, they're, and, and that's what uh, – I forget the kilograms the guy said. I don't know the difference. It's like Danny Maine. It, it, it equates to 175 pounds. 80. 80, 80. 80 kg. <laughs> What's that? Is that like a child size? No, mate. It's a big man. No, mate. <laughs> okay. This is the dude that had him in it. You're looking at the video of the dude that had him in uh He kept a couple in a little thing for people to come look at. And he went in there to feed him. And gutted him. And on the phone, ah, please help, mate. I'm bleeding to death. <laughs> and then some jackass in California had him. Oh, they're, <laughs> they're, they're much worse than any dinosaur. The talons are insane. And if you keep cassowary birds, you're going to die from it. That old man just got too comfortable. That's what we need for our teenagers. You imagine that? Yeah. Six-footer wandering up to the to the old AMPM. Teenagers, look at the axe-headed bird with the giant knives for feet. <laughs> it's for you. Bro. My mic's broke, bro. No, oh, no, what happened? I broke my mic. Now I can only talk like this now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, there, we fixed it. Okay, <laughs> that would have been great. The whole show is like, hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime girl. You see? Breaking news. See? All you got to do is pour Listerine on it, see? <laughs> anyway, so that was what I was thinking about this weekend. Plenty going on, and I didn't care about anything. All I'm thinking about is, what do you do when you retire? Sick birds on kids. That's the goal. Brady will be deucing like crazy. Uh, Bert, what do you got on the big board of musical treats? Action Ride Shop bringing you guys the wake-up song this morning. Weather is getting nice out there, so it is definitely time to hit the trails. So if you need need to buy a new bike, need to rent a bike, need your bike fixed, or you need all the accessories, Action Ride Shop's got you covered. ActionRideShop.com is where you're going to go. And uh, <laughs> uh, Toledo's bird service would be called Limu the Emu because uh, Toledo's bird service would be so boring it would sell you insurance. <laughs> and, then, and then this one's great. Key says... You know what would be even better is to dress those things up like Catholic priests and have them swoop down on the kids from the sky. <laughs> oh, man. The most horrifying thing in the world. Take care of that imagery. Catholic priests that's learned the power of flight. Well, they know how to flee. They, they, they have the power of flight, but not uh, the one we're talking about. They're getting airborne. Oh, there's, my goodness. my cassowary bird named uh, Father Dale. That's what I'm going to name them all. After, after uh, Bishop O'Brien over here. That have, and, uh, banged kids here. Father uh, Thomas. Father Thomas, <laughs> uh, Bishop O'Brien, Father Dale. Why are they named that? Oh, because they swoop down and steal kids, so they're named after their idols. <laughs> it's like naming your kid Reggie Jackson. Uh, <laughs> you want a kid swooping thing, name it after Father Dale. It'll win. It'll get at least seven in my class. Uh, let's see here. We got Metallica on the list, uh, Social D, Enterprise Earth, uh, Deftones, ACDC, Royal Blood, Church of Misery. Rage, Agnostic Front, Dead, Ministry, uh, Motley Crue. Agnostic Crew. Front, have we ever done that as a wake-up song? Agnostic Front? Maybe. Are they super Cookie Monster heavy? No, they're no. they're more like hardcore. Yeah, they're, they're like old school hardcore. They've been around for a long time. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, they're like the original like hardcore band, like yeah. CBGB days and stuff. Uh, whatever you want, Brad. Uh. Maybe we should do dead because you got you got uh, okay you know, yeah. U fest coming, coming up. Let's set that go. up. Throw a little dead at you. Yeah, Anti everything. Yeah.
U-Fest is coming up here in uh, a month, a month and two days, I yeah. believe. It'll be the 24th of uh, April. If you want to get your tickets, we'll have them for you right there, 98kupd.com. Good show, too. you got a whole bunch of fun stuff. It's just going to be a party. That's all. We're just having a little party over there. And uh, just a little teaser, uh, my friend TV Doug, Doug Hopkins is going to give someone $5,000 at the show. It's a hell of a tease. Yeah, it's a hell of a tease. We're going to tell you how that happens. Guaranteed. Next week, we start doing it. And it's basically just all I'll tell you is start paying attention to the price of things. Okay? Because basically it's going to be Doug's got a $5,000 guarantee, right? $5,000 he guarantees. He gives you a price. It doesn't move. The price he gives you is the price he gives you. It doesn't budge. So we're going to do a little Price is Right thing in a really twisted way. Because you can't look it up on, uh, online. And it'll be through the text, and you'll qualify that way. But somebody's going to get five grand that's going to be at U-Fest. Might as well be you. So pay attention to that, and you might walk out of that show, you know, going, hey, I liked Highly Suspect. Yeah. I thought uh, Coheed was good. I really enjoyed Dead. And I have $5,000 in my pocket. It's going to happen to somebody. Might as well be you. So pay attention to that. And uh, thanks to TV's Doug Hopkins, who not only forcibly uh, tournament raped me, which is turning out to be a good thing because I think I'm going to win it. But he's a, he's a decent human being who's going to be handing out cash. His $5,000 guarantee, I think that's the first time he's ever going to have to pay it. Is at our show. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So we're going we're to pry that out of his hands. It's going to be great. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.